Good morning for New England Public Radio News. I'm Henry Epp. Now a story of crime, grief, and forgiveness. Just over a year ago, Florence, Massachusetts resident Tom Clark heard a knock at the door while his wife Janine was at church. It was the police. There were two of them, and they asked me if they could come in. And then I knew it was really bad. And so then they told me what happened, that there would there had been a, a, a car accident and that Tomas was in the car and that he didn't survive. That's pretty much how they put it. Tomas was the Clark's 25-year-old son. He was the passenger in a car driving up Route 9 toward Williamsburg. The driver, Robert Crowther, was high on marijuana and drunk. His blood alcohol more than twice the legal limit, and Crowther was driving twice the speed limit when he wrapped his car around a utility pole. Tomas Clark died. Crowther faced criminal charges. The Daily Hampshire Gazette's courthouse reporter Rebecca Everett has followed this story. Rebecca, Crowther faced up to 20 years in prison, but he ended up with just two and a half years. What happened? He pleaded guilty as part of a plea agreement. The prosecutor recommended the lightest sentence for him, and that was partly because of the forgiveness of Tomas Clark's parents. The lawyers involved all said that the Clarks are the reason Crowther got a light sentence, and the judge said he usually sees the worst of human nature in the courtroom, and on that day he saw it at its best. Tell us about the Clarks. Tom Clark, the father, he until recently was a fire department captain, right? Yes, he uh, recently retired from the department, and his wife Janine is a clerical assistant at UMass. They adopted Tomas from Peru when he was a baby. Uh, I sat down with them in their backyard in Florence recently and asked them for their reflections on what happened. And this is how they described the pain of losing their son. You're in such a state of shock that you can't even, I don't know, I don't know how we function, but somehow we were able to function and do what we needed to do. Everything hurt. As far as the service goes, oh yeah, it. it, All the music that was on hurt. Anyone who came to the door, it just hurt. Every time I saw a picture of him, it hurt, or, and his dog, and it was awful. Still awful. But you, you have to just, you know that we're not the first parents who've lost a child. And we had, we were blessed to have the time that we spent with him, you know, 25 years that we, we had him in our lives, and many people don't get that even. And um, it's it's not something, it's not the way things are supposed to be, but you ha- at some point you have to sort of, um, you know what happened, and you sort of, you sort of accept what happened. That's Tom Clark there with Janine Clark, and Rebecca, I suppose that acceptance is what led the Clarks to forgive Crowther. They said they believe in forgiveness. They're Catholic. It wasn't even something they had to discuss. They were actually kind of embarrassed that they were praised so much in the courtroom for their forgiveness because to them it feels natural. In August, they met with Robert Crowther. They told him they forgave him. And here's Janine Clark explaining that. He's young. We were young once, and we've made mistakes too, so we're not about punishment. We just want him to admit what he did and... and to pay his dues however they want him to, but not for the rest of his life and not to to come out of jail and start drinking again. We want him to make something of himself. And maybe, you know, we, we forgave him. 
And Tom Clark says that the best thing Robert Crowther can do is serve his debt to society and take advantage of his second chance because, as he said, his son didn't get a second chance. Rebecca, you also interviewed Crowther at the jail, and he didn't want to be recorded, but what did he tell you? He said the Clark's forgiveness was the last thing he expected. He doesn't forgive himself, and he had so much shame and grief after the accident. He said it was actually kind of a relief to go to jail because it felt so strange to be walking around free after he had killed his friend. He also said that he recognizes now that he's an alcoholic and a drug addict. He was blacked out and doesn't remember the accident or even where he was going. So, Rebecca, just finally, you're the courthouse reporter for the Gazette. You report on awful crimes and tragic outcomes. This is a very sad story, but a hopeful one, too. What's your takeaway from this? I think it's impossible to know how we'd react if we were in the Clark's position. I think this speaks to who they are, and they're hoping for the best. All right. Well, Rebecca Everett is a reporter for the Daily Hampshire Gazette. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Henry. And you can read Rebecca's full coverage of this story. We have links at nepr.net. This is Morning Edition on New England Public Radio.